Hi, my name is Anja Karwowska and I'm the host of this amazing podcast, Get Unstuck with Your English. If you are a neurodivergent person, struggling with learning the language, tend to procrastinate too much, or maybe you have so many goals you get lost right on the bed, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you have come to the right place, my friend. I'll teach you how to apply cognitive science and evidence-based methods to your learning. I will walk you through the learning plateau. If you're scared to talk, the vocabulary evaporates your mind. You have been studying for ages, following shiny objects, binge-watching Netflix, hoping that the knowledge will cross your head first Moses. If so, I'm here to help you. I'll show you how to study and tackle the language, and most importantly, how to make it stick. I'm inviting you on the journey with me. Let's add a science sprinkle to your learning. Hello, hello. It has been a while, hasn't it? I'm back, fully rested and ready to blast more myths. So let's dive in, shall we? Today's episode was inspired by a discussion I had over the email with one of the publishing houses, which I shall not name. And it inspired me to record an episode about the experts. Yes, the experts, whether you're a parent, a teacher or an educator, you trust the experts, right? There is even a book by Daniel Willingham, which talks about whether we should trust the experts, and I highly recommend it. I will link the title of the book in the episode's description. Anyhow, to the point, as a parent, teacher, and an educator, when you go to a publishing company, a publishing house, you trust them. You trust their expertise. You trust the knowledge, right? It goes without saying you are fully, maybe not aware, but you have that trust that whatever I buy from them, it is evidence-based, science-based, it works, it's not some random mix of ineffective methods. Unfortunately, recently I have come across a publishing house which was advertising one of the methods, it was a reading method that was deemed ineffective long ago, and it goes as either the Doman method or the global reading. So I know that global reading is very popular, especially in the EFL field and ESL field. And I would say especially with the, not primary years, but with the pre-K or even before that with little children, because we think that we can buy those flashcards. They are all beautiful. The marketing behind them is amazing, right? So we think, yeah, sure, we just buy it and it works. Well, let me break it to you. The global reading method has been deemed as ineffective more than 20 years ago. So to the point, global reading method stemmed from the whole language approach, which was invented by Ken Goodman back in the day. And the method says that English language can be learned by memorizing words. So you show a child a flashcard, whether they say a pony instead of a horse, it doesn't matter, right? Or whether it's a house or a cottage or a castle, it's just a building. So the method contradicts everything that uh, science has to say in that matter. So let me just jot it down to very simple points. What's the problem with global reading method? First of all, it contradicts everything that we know about the reading development and literacy development. When we learn to read, we do not learn to read when we do not embrace, let's say, quote unquote, the entire word with our eyes. If you look at the studies, it's called an eye movement study, you will learn that our eye scans every angle of a word. 
So we do not learn to read by embracing or read the whole word. We literally decode each sound and we encode in each letter. That being said, we orthographically map words. We do not learn whole words. That's the first problem. The second one, lack of phonics and emphasis. English being a morphophonemic language, you cannot learn words by heart. It doesn't work like that. You have to be able to decode and encode them. So without strong phonics skills, students will struggle with reading, especially when they encounter unfamiliar words. And without morphology, they will struggle with multisyllabic words. That's one thing. Another, word memorization. So global reading involves reading whole words, using context to guess words. So imagine you have to read a book in English and you don't know the words. How long? For how long can you rely on a context? Not too long, because at some point it will flop when the book gets more complicated. So it will not equip students with decoding skills that are needed for reading comprehension. And again, limited decoding skills, which will result in students lacking the ability to break down unfamiliar words or apply phonetic rules. There is no evidence that supports global reading method. The evolving practices have shown us what works. It is structured literacy, not normal method. And I know that the publishing house said, you know, but we worked with our kindergartners and it was working for us. So first of all, if you want to say that something works, or if you want to support your scientific claim, you have to design a study. The study has to be really well designed, so we just can't come up with some floppy study, which would never go through research ethics board approval. So it could be experimental study, you could design quasi-experimental study. Anyhow, you cannot support your claim saying, oh, it works for us. Because most likely, from my experience, what happens is that children receive proper instruction outside of the Doman or global reading class. And this is why we think that they learn to read using the global reading method. Another fact is that they memorize up to 20 or 30 words because they are simple. And then that's it. So there is no progress. And then the parents are spending lots of money on something that doesn't work. And then they are, well, most likely very unhappy and disillusioned. And they think that the English language does not make sense. So my advice for today is always practice your own discernment. You know, there is a saying like, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. And it applies to the science and to the EFL world as well. So practice your own self-discernment, check your sources. Never ever buy something just because the publishing house or maybe some teacher or maybe some professor told you that it works. Always question. And by questioning, you will dig the golden nugget of truth. So this would be it for today. Thank you so much for listening to me. As you know, dyslexia in the EFL classroom is in full swing. And I don't know when the next edition will be, most likely in 2024, but I cannot give you the exact date. But if you have been thinking of working with me, you can just check the linked website. Other than that, have a wonderful evening, afternoon or morning. Please remember, let's get science and double check your sources. Always.